Onyx Vale, Saints and Sinners. Hello and welcome to Onyx Vale, Saints and Sinners, a Des Moines and Dragons podcast where we play Blades in the Dark. And I am your host, Tim Williams, and I'm uh, joined by a bunch of friends who I'll let themselves introduce in just a moment. So uh, before we get started today, just like how we, how we always do, uh, tell us a fun fact about the world or just tell us about something you're working on. And uh, another option is tell us something that you're watching and or reading. Uh, for me, on this uh, suddenly warm Sunday night in February... I have been watching The Last of Us, and uh, it is a week after uh, the episode three of The Last of Us, and I was absolutely emotionally devastated, and it's everything I ever wanted. I mean, it checks <laughs> It checks out. No spoilers, please. It's still on my list. Oh, my God. Okay, yes, you're going to love the hell out, hell out of it. Uh, it was a very well-performed, very, very tight very well done episode exactly uh anybody else seen it in the group me well because you wouldn't leave me alone about it well getting you to watch like a fucking tv show is like really ridiculously hard for some reason i mean you're right i get andre what about you no i haven't (laughs) seen it yet (laughs) so you need to text andre i'll text andre my hbo max login oh wait hold on netflix you didn't hear that <laughs> no, they backed off. They thought they backed off. Oh, they backed that's off. Right. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because I didn't want to have to drive by a friend of mine's house just to like gotta log into your stuff. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll start with Chris. Uh, what are you working on, or any of the three things I mentioned? This podcast does that count? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. So just this right now, uh, starting to uh, slowly but surely. Uh, get our feet underneath us for rumors at the high school I work at. Um, but yeah, I, I'm also watching The Last of Us. Uh, not as uh, faithfully as, as Tim is. I, it takes me a little bit to watch any of the episodes. Um, but oh, yeah, the last no. one was was very good, especially if you're a fan of unexpected things in an unexpected world, is uh, how I describe it. Um, but other than that, nope, right now I'm on the eve of heading to Cherokee, Iowa, to the Cherokee Mental Health Institute, uh, for work. And I have seen this building before. And if, uh, if you were to confuse it with the shining, I wouldn't blame you. Well, to say that sounds wildly haunted. I, it's, (laughs) it's the old castle looking architecture with really oddly patterned carpets in the middle of some woods. So So, what you're saying is yes. Yes, very much so. Uh, I I have told other techs I've gone with, um, I looked at them, I'm like, you know, this is the point where the unsuspecting technician walks into the dark room and dies. So after you. (laughs) All right. Fantastic. Thank you, Andre. Uh, yeah, if you want to answer any of those three questions I posed, let me know if I need to repeat those at all. No, no, I'm good. Um, I am working on a play called Trafe with uh, Six Points Theater, uh, which is about two Hasidic Jews uh, and their friendship and kind of one of them going through, maybe I want to become more secular, I don't know. So, um, 
I'm doing that. And then I'm also reading, I'm not sure how I feel about this book. I'm reading a book called All's Well. Um, and it's about a woman who is trying to direct a production of All's Well That Ends Well. <laughs> and, but at the same time, like, she ends up meet like, everybody else wants to do Macbeth. She ends up meeting these three weird dudes, and they literally call themselves the Weird Gentlemen. It's it's basically the witches from Macbeth. And, oh and then she God. goes crazy, and her leg gets healed, but then other people start getting sick because she touches them. It's weird. It's stream of consciousness, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. And I only have two and a half hours left of this book. <laughs> fantastic alrighty last so just a quick out. bit just a quick bit before we move on does yeah. the usual curse that follows a stage play count f- for a podcast oh god no <laughs> I right, we'll I will admit that. I am the kind that you I do say it in the theater. So uh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so funny story. You all know that I work in a high school theater and everything. Last year, last year, when we around the time of the musical, I'm doing that TikTok thing where everybody's like, "Oh, here's a director removing things and giving hints about next year's show and such." I had Macbeth on there, and I said it and everything, and. I shit you not. The next day, my music director came down with COVID. Oh, jeez. And Co- then Co- coincidence? I think so, maybe. And <laughs> then, and then it continues. Uh, moving forward to this fall with Legally Blonde, uh, my leads, like two of my big leads, get sick on the second day of the show, and I had no understudies. So. <laughs> Yeah, and so I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. So I'm not allowed to say it is what you're saying. I'm, I'm just going to ask I you mean, we've already say. said it twice, so just to fill out, you know, the rule of thirds, Macbeth. Well, okay. I, okay, I'm going to say it, like, at least in my theater, don't say it. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. If this episode, uh, well, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, uh, last but certainly not least, Callista, tell us. Any of the three questions that I poised? Say well, it, Beth. <laughs> I have been putting off The Last of Us because I've been trying to rewatch Shadow and Bone in anticipation of the second season next month. Mm. So, yeah, big fan of that author. Um, and I've been reading, but I can't review any of it with you guys or anyone. <laughs> Because they're all published by HarperCollins. So, next time, oh. hopefully. Oh, wow. All um, right. Uh, yeah. First and foremost, what is, does that just mean that you can't review it for? Yeah, the union is asking people not to review books. So, I, I'm uh, respecting that. No, we're getting into legal territory now. Watch out, well, podcast. Now I feel like a dick. Hey, I should probably hey, check the book. I am a dedicated <laughs> union member and stand in solidarity with them. Good. Hey. Good. good, good. That's one thing Des Moines Dragons like. We're pro-union here. Pro-union here. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys are basically making a union in uh, uh, Blades in the Dark, so it's great. Alrighty. Uh, well, Oh, ain't that, that the truth? <laughs> better pay for our paper, people. <laughs> right. With that, let us begin. And we're just going to send it off to the narrator, and we'll start off with part one. See ya.
hello, sir. It's it's me. Oh, you know, I I remember you. Uh, you're the guy that looks after Toby. Uh, I'm actually glad you're here. I haven't seen him in days. Worse than last time. I, uh, I'm actually really worried. Somebody brought this around. It's some box. I do not have time to look at that right now. Uh, can you send it to the newspaper head office, and I will I, I will look at it later. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'll take a paper, too. Be vigilant. Of course, sir. Of course. Extra. Extra. Read all about it. Onyxvale PD has asked the populace to exercise caution as many folks have started disappearing. Pressed for who they think it is, Onyxvale Police Chief Charles Cornwright told reporters they have no leads at this time. Extra. Extra. Alrighty. So, uh, when we come back, we start off with, um, we open on a scene. It is between, uh, we see what looked like a hooded figure walking in to a room. And as he enters the room, there seems to be a whole bunch of people. It's like a bustling tavern, so to speak. And as soon as he enters the room, the bustling tavern all of a sudden grinds to a halt. And everybody leaves. There is one person sitting there in the center of the room. This person goes and has a seat in front of them, uh, in front of them, and goes. Everything is going to plan, my lord. The councilman has been elected, and we. On, and the pe- populace is none the wiser. And uh, the we see the hooded figure, the figure just sitting there. We just see him kind of smile, and he just goes, "Good. Now, let's give the people a common enemy." And so then uh, we. We cut away, and we cut away to one of the players. So who would like to go first? Abner oh. would. All right. I knew so, you were going to do that. <laughs> so, Abner. Uh, <laughs> rude. Callista volunteered, and you did that? That is rude. <laughs> okay, Callista told me what they're going to do. We'll get to that in a second. So are we starting with Callista or me? <laughs> All right, fine. We'll start with Callista. Callista, what, what is Lee up to? <laughs> well, Lee is doing what she should have done last time uh, and reducing <laughs> some heat because uh, break it, getting broken out of jail again definitely got more eyes on her than she wanted. And so, uh, yeah, so what is, uh, what is Lee doing to lower their overall heat so far? Um, she's going to, uh, try to see if she can have some sway. She knows about the newspaper, right? And everything? Yeah. Okay. Put some fluff pieces in there. Pay somebody to put some fluff pieces about how, uh, people around her and her her known associates are helping the community. All right. Uh, so that sounds like a sway roll. Uh, 
Actually, no. Uh, let's see here. Uh, taking a look, just reminding myself real quick what the uh, options are for skills. Uh, yeah, so actually, this one could be a, either a consort or sway. I could go either way. I'll let you choose. Uh, sway, please. Okay. I, I take sways higher. <laughs> yeah. See, if it were Abner, we'd be wait for the... Never mind. <laughs> is this controlled? This is... Yeah, it's going to be controlled. And standard. And standard effect, yep. Wow. <gasps> Been there. And so... My sweet buddy understands bad sway rules. <laughs> so this is a one. And unfortunately, uh, this newspaper came out on a very big news day. And so it really didn't do a whole lot. It just knocked off one heat. Uh, I just envision... This, this is how this played out in my head with the one. Uh, you know, Leah grabbed a stack of papers like, nobody will ever know, but you see behind it, it's like on a massive truck rolling by with the headline. <laughs> uh, all right, fantastic. You have one more action to do uh, the lower the heat from the last one. Oh, yeah. Uh, ooh. I'm not sure what else to do because I'm trying to like, physically lay low and not be seen in public do you guys have any ideas what we can do to get the cops off of us hmm. 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 can we could you pay someone off get oh. a, brand, a, a new friend if you will yeah we should make friends with uh, one of the, the low ranking cops oh. Oh, get them promoted one I'm day, down. Hopefully. As long as somebody else foots the bill. <laughs> you know, oh, why right. not? Why don't we go talk to one day, not today, but one day, talk to Matthews? Because I feel like he might help. Yeah, Lieutenant Matthews, Thomas Hornwood's brother. And okay. wait, let's go after his partner. Okay. Yeah. Who's this his guy, partner? Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh so actually so do you want to continue lowering it or uh right now or are you just trying to like find a person that you could be like, okay, this could be my in? Um We like, we should we should get an in now. I think okay. we should get an in now. So yeah, I'll try to I'll try to make friends. All right. So, how do you? How are you going to go try and make a friend? Oh, easily. Uh, dangle money and compliments. All righty. So that's not, that. would that's be a um, beautiful autobiography title. Money and money, money and compliments. compliments. <laughs> how to make friends or a self help book. All <laughs> righty. Uh. <laughs> That's oh my god! That's the name of this episode. Money and compliments. A way to make friends. A self-help book by. That's too long of a title. Never mind. Sports company. We'll get back to it. All right. So. uh, All right. So here's what we're going to do with this particular one. I am going to say let's roll a study, and because we'll come back to this at the end 
and see if you can find somebody by the end of this. But right now, it's just finding a good mark for it. So I'll have you roll a study and see what the result is. Controlled standard? Yes. All right, so zero and four. So it is, you have zero uh, uh, skills in that one, so you take the lowest result of the above. You don't find anybody immediately, but you do hear about uh, how there is a uh, poker place in the lower parts of Lee Township that uh, a lot of the Onyxvale PD like to frequent on their off time. And you heard one of them, his name is... uh, his name is Inspector Dewey, who is kind of down on his luck with the tables. Hmm. So you don't find one immediately, but you have at least a lead so far. Alrighty. Uh, so that is Lee's. And so after Lee finds that out, Lee starts heading to the Milkmaid's Jacket. Uh, unless there is something else you wanted to do. Nope, that was it. All righty. Abner Archibon, who'd like to go next? Abner would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I sure do. All right. Archibon, what are you up to? Archibon or Abner? Archibon, what are you up to? I'm, <laughs> I'm pulling a teacher route now. <laughs> well, willing into existence that Abner went instead of me. Um, let's see. So uh, in the last bit, you know, he was just pouring over as many books as he can get his hands on with Faust. Because uh, uh, ever since he fell into that vortex, he's like, I have to understand what happened. Because, you know, and usually Archibon is pretty well-kempt, but the last couple of weeks he's looking a little disheveled. You know, more five o'clock shadow than normally he would allow himself. Uh, looking a little gaunt uh, and sunken-eyed because sleep doesn't come as easily as it used to uh, due to what he's experienced. So... Uh, after I, I, I could see Faust coming in and being like, uh, hey, uh, well, you want to play that out? Because sure. I feel like Faust needs to like try to run him out. All right. And so uh, you see Faust. Faust comes in and just finds you uh, uh, still sitting there pouring over books. And he just goes, uh, the hell are you still doing it? Uh, uh, well, it hasn't been that long, Faust, surely. Jesus Christ, you're making me think you're starting to move in. I thought you liked me. And he goes, I do like you, but I also like you better when you leave. <sighs> fine, fine. And uh, he takes, you know, he's, he starts to dog you the page. Um, and he goes, nope, nope, can't do that. Uh, grabs a nearby piece of paper and puts a bookmark in his book. Fine. I'll go and he home goes, Faust. And he goes, trust me. Taking a break and coming back to it is going to really save your life when it comes to this type of stuff. Otherwise, you're going to lose yourself. All right. You do present a fair point, and you know better than I. And he goes, yeah. That's why I still look so dashingly handsome. Yep. <laughs> you, you, you sure do. And Archibald's just going like, as much as a man who's shaped like a penguin can be. Um <laughs> In his head. So he's like, uh, by the way, dear friend, how long have I been here? And he goes, it's been two and a half weeks. So it has. And I think Archibald finally stops and goes, so it has. Um, 
He also goes. He also he also goes and does this and goes. Really and truly, you should talk with your father. Because and he pulls a piece of paper out of his coat and hands it to you, and he goes. It has a missing sign with your face on it. Oh. Well, I think first and foremost, I I shall go home and uh, take care of this business. So I think he, uh, you know, does the cape sweep and off he goes. All right. And so does he do, he just, he goes straight there. Does he like clean up before he goes there? I think, you know, so I I could see him going directly home and, you know, there's a a servant there named Stevens and he goes, Stevens, draw me a bath, please. And he goes, oh, and uh, he turns and he sees, he goes, Master Archibald, it is so good to see you. And likewise, Stevens, but please, a bath if you would. It's It's been a long two and a half weeks. Of course, of course. It's just glad to see you. All right. And so uh, he starts uh, to go do that and everything. I was worried. I thought he was going to make reference to how bad I smell. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Stevens is always the consummate gentleman. Indeed he is. So I think, you know, he gets there, he gets put together, cleaned up, shaven, just, that's better. And so, then what do you do next? I think, need to go talk to dear old dad, uh, Westchester Sr. Alrighty. And so, uh, you enter, and you enter Westchester Sr.'s study, and you hear the sounds of an operetta playing over a... Uh, oh god, is it gramophone? I think that word's gramophone, right? Yes. All right. You hear it playing over a gramophone, and you just happen to see a person sitting behind a chair facing out the window, and you see, at first, you just see your father's hand holding what looks like a brandy glass. Uh, I can tell you're stressed, Father. Carmen was always your go-to. And uh, he turns and he goes, Where the hell have you been? I don't know if you'll believe me, Father, but I was a little caught up studying something that I've encountered as of late. And he goes, It is not very often when a person of wealth goes missing in this city. You can understand my worry, especially if you are found in some place that would tarnish our image. Yes, sir, you, you're right. And he goes, what is it you're studying? I uh, recently found my way across uh, something a little bit of the occult nature. I, I believe it to be a hoax, but you know me, I'd rather understand all angles before making any judgment. And he goes... You're really wasting your time with that when I could use you here. Running our family business. Well, it's better to be a well-rounded man when running a business, don't you agree, Father? And he go, and he just goes, very cute. Now, I'm busy. In the meantime, actually, I might have something for you. Oh? And he, go, he goes, yes, you've heard of Bertram's Remedies, right? Yes. They want to partner with our manufacturing. Do they? 
Yes. If you were to meet with them and discuss possible ties as a partnership, that would help with the family as we move up in this dark and dreary world. I'll see what I can do, Father. Good. It'd be useful. Nobody needs anybody learning in books these days. So you say, Father. And do you leave? I kind of see it where, you know, obviously there's there's this cold distance. <laughs> and uh, after the last exchange is finished, he turns around and he's like, Good to see you too, old man. And he, he turns and leaves as well. He doesn't respond. Alrighty. That's what we're having. So good old daddy issues. Archibald <laughs> got daddy issues. <laughs> Alrighty. So after you end that all figured out, what are you going to do next? I think uh, I have to head over to definitely got to make sure the newspaper thing is doing all right. Um, so during this downtime, is there a way to, you know, cause I, I keep looking at the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a way to just, I don't know, invest or upgrade or helped the paper be in a better spot? Yes, there is. In fact, why don't you start yourself a clock and it just goes upgrading newspaper. Okay. And so what I'll have you do is I'm going to have you roll a d6, and that's going to determine, and make it like an eight, uh, eight clock, eight count clock, and then roll a d6 for me. All right. All right, so you rolled a five. Not bad. And so that means you get to fill... Uh, two uh, sections on the clock and tell me what is it you do or is it trying to invest in the newspaper? Can I also use my special ability called Connected where I get plus one result level when you... I Never mind. It says when I acquire an asset or reduce heat. Never mind. I'm not acquiring, not acquiring anything. Yeah. Um, so I think you know, he's, he's come by um... You know, he wants to get back at Dad a little bit. His encounters always kind of leave him a little bit pissed off. So he's going to buy uh, another, like, bigger building uh, nearby that's up for sale uh, so that, uh, you know, the printing press may increase uh, over time, you know, more offices, just in- increasing their presence with more real estate. Is what I think he's starting to like. He just he just buys this empty building. There's nothing in it yet, but okay. now he's got the deed to it. Alrighty. So take that, Westchester Senior. <laughs> All right, fantastic. So uh, with that, are you heading to the milkmaid's jacket? Indeed, I am. All right, fantastic. And last but not least, Abner, what are you up to? Uh, before I jump in, real quick, my bullet graze. Is that still a thing? It's still a thing, yep. Great. You, you, have, right. a clock. you have a clock for that, right? Yeah, it's just at zero right now. You can't spend I, some I time think... to try and heal or go see a uh, physiker if you'd like. I might do that next. I have something else I want to do first, which is dumb, but I want to do it. All right, go for it. 
Um, so Abner is just at a restaurant. He's just finished a meal. He's got a glass of wine next to him. Um, he's reading a book called Baneful Concoctions um, and then taking some notes down. Uh, just And the, also listening in to anything he, uh, around him. So doing a little bit of studying, but also seeing if he can pick up on anything going on around. Of course, of course. And so uh, during this time, you hear uh, you hear just a couple of people talking, like, and they go like, "Have you ever been down to that uh, one area? What is it? What is it called? The Nightingales, yes." And uh, you hear somebody else say about uh, another voice go, "The Nightingales? I thought those were a myth." And they go, and the other person goes, "Oh no, 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 not that I've heard." Although I'm not entirely sure. I've heard some of them are reasons behind why so many people go missing around here. And and, uh, the other person responds, Missing? No. I could have sworn it was from the uh, hospital. Lots of people are showing up around there, and then lots of people are not coming out. And uh, she goes, Who told you? And the other person goes, Who told you this? And he goes, Why? One of the physicists there. And that's about all you hear of that conversation. Wonderful. Well, then I know where I'm going next. Um, I'm going to close my book. I'll pay my tab, obviously. Um, all right. And how much coin do you have on you? I have three. That would be one coin. Yay. I can afford uh, things. Yay for now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And so you're. where are you going next? Um, I would actually like to see a physicist. A, so I can kind of scope out and see what's going on. But B, I'm sick of being injured. <laughs> okay, so uh, you head to the hospital, and so basically here is as you approach, you notice it's a very industrial-looking place. Uh, it is called uh, basically what it's called is uh, Saint Josephine's Hospital Corps. And as you enter, you notice. That there is a lot of uh, people down on their luck who seem to be dealing with some form of sickness when you're there. And these people are currently waiting in line. Uh, As you walk in, you see a nurse behind the desk. You're reminded a lot of that one receptionist from uh, Ghostbusters. (laughs) And she goes, yes, hello, how can I help you? Um... As I've seen people who are very sick around me, I think I'm going to take out a handkerchief and just kind of cover my face um, while I'm talking to her. And she um, looks she looks a little amused and goes, "Name, please." Uh, Abner Lumen. A pleasure to meet you. And I'm going to start to reach my hand out and then take it back and realize we should, probably shouldn't touch. And she's just she's just going to look at you like really, <laughs> and then goes, "What brings you here, Abner Lumen?" Uh, As you can see, I have been uh, terribly wounded. I have been shot recently. Ah, I see. Somebody's been walking around Lee Township again, huh? Oh, you know how it is. Oh, aren't you fun. So if we could do something to get rid of that, that would be absolutely lovely. And she goes, and you have no sickness whatsoever? None whatsoever. Healthy as a clam. Good to know, good to know. All right, uh, head down the hall, third door on your left. Um, just a quick question. What is it that uh, seems to be befalling these people? And, uh, and she looks up and she goes, are you the doctor? Well, no, I'm just curious. 
and curiosity killed the cat, so stay out of it. Oh, you're fun. <laughs> and then I'm going to, I'll go down the hall. All right. And so as you go down the hall, uh, you turn, and uh, as you enter the room, you notice that the room is cordoned off by a curtain. And on the other side, you hear a person speaking, and you, just, and you hear him go, All right, all right, so let's take a look and t- uh, see what's going on here. Okay, so you, you said you can't feel your feet. Well, uh, I hate to break it to you, but did you know your feet aren't there? And you just hear the sounds of uh, the... You just don't hear anybody responding on the other side of it. And he goes, no, 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 no worries. No worries. It takes a lot to get used to. But however, let me talk to you a little bit about this thing. So uh, we got this newfangled technology from uh, Bertram's Remedies. It's called prosthetics. And uh, what we do is we just go like a zip, zap, zap, put them right on your kneecaps and uh, look, at, look at who's walking down the street again, right? And uh, so uh, see if that's something that we can do. All right, all right, all right. Well, let's see here. So uh, the big thing is, it's, it's, it's not cheap. You know how it is. Got to get them fancy metals for the robotic parts. And uh, he goes, yeah, what it would be is like uh, four coin up front and then two coin every month or so. Oh. Well, shucks. That's, that's no good at all now, is it? Well, that's unfortunate. If you ever come back and figure out if you can afford it, let me know. If not, they'll still be here. Just, your legs won't. I'll talk to you later then. And uh, you hear the, uh, you hear the uh, curtain just kind of go, shh, as he opens it up. He goes, hi, how the hell are you? My name is Dr. Morris. A pleasure. You're quite loud. I don't think it's that necessary. Just fast have relatives? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, uh, "Yeah, my name is." Uh, and he goes, "His name is Faust Morris." <laughs> you bet your ass, I'm nurse joying this. <laughs> Spectacular. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, he sits down, he turns to you, and he goes, "So, what appears to be the issue? You look healthy." Well, as you can see, I have been shot recently, and I'll point to the bullet graze. Oh, okay. Well, someone's been playing around with some guns, haven't we? Oh, they're quite interesting little gadgets, aren't they? And he goes, yeah, but usually you have to point them at the other person, not yourself. Well, I didn't. Obviously, I wouldn't point it at my... No, I pointed it... Yes, I pointed it at myself. I did that wrong. Yep. (laughs) And he laughs. He goes, no, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm just giving you shit. All right, let's uh, pop that coat off and let's take a look at it. I have to take the coat off. Where is it again? I forgot. <laughs> it, 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 it's on my neck, but I do have a high collar. Oh, yeah. Let's pop that collar down. Let's take a look at it real quick. Can I just, like, slide it down? I, I would prefer to not lay it down here. I mean, I guess, but if you want to get blood on your fancy clothes, it's on you. There's blood. Ugh. I'll take the coat off. I'm going to hold it, though. I'm not setting it down. Okay. This place is gross. <laughs> And so he takes a look at it and everything, and he goes, ah, did you cleaned it at all? Well, I've cleaned it as much as I normally would clean the rest of my body. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, well, let's take a look here. This might sting just a little bit. And you see he has kind of like a steampunk little gauntlet here, and you just see him kind of like uh, 
move his fingers kind of like as if he were clicking something for each of them. And you see just kind of like uh, what looks like uh, a needle and a thread comes out of the other one. He goes, now, I'll be honest with you. Do you want anesthetic? Otherwise, it's going to hurt like a bitch. Pardon me. I believe I heard a little bit of your conversation earlier. I'm going to assume this would cost. (laughs) And he goes, you're very much right, Mr. Fancy Pants. Are you going to tell me that amount? Would you like to know now, or would you like to know at the end? I like to tell people at the end. I would like to know now. No, that's a terrible (laughs) choice. And he goes, all right, all right, fine. So overall, this would cost you about three coin. Three? Honestly. And he goes, if you need to, if you need to, I can get you a loan, and we can work out the times you pay back the rest. You just pay as much as you can now, we'll pay back the rest. Oh, you smart little scone, that would be lovely. However, I think we could probably come down. Healthcare prices are outrageous, and you being someone of medicine would obviously know that. Why can't you do something to help the people, help someone who has done good in this world? And he goes, well, I'd love to, but you know how the insurance companies are. They always demand the prices and everything. Capitalism is just, it was the worst. But who's to say that we need to tell the insurance companies? All right. I know what you're getting at, Rolls Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way this will go bad. <laughs> Can Am I controlled? Yeah. No, actually, this will be a little risky. Dang it. Standard. Yeah. I'm about to say you have four dice, so you should. Yeah, make it great. great. He might upset the entire system with this conversation. All right, so you rolled a one, four, four, and a five with that, and he goes, "All right, fine. Just because I like you, you got something about you. It looks like you have uh, you've had a nice egg in this trying time. All right, so good. We can make it two coin. Honestly, two coin." I think we can do even better than that. Don't you agree, my strong little cheesecake? He kind of grits his teeth. Roll a sway. Desperate. Great. Good. We gotta get one of these in. Ha <laughs> ha! You know, I'm not gonna lie. Part of me is like, I want him to succeed, and the other part's like, no. No, I don't. <laughs> Alright, and so you rolled a six, a three, a five, and a two. So it was a six, and he goes... Fine, fine, but I'm not going any lower, otherwise you bleed me dry. Oh, I believe I'll be the one doing the bleeding, but thank you. One coin, then, is it? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, hold on. This is gonna, I hope you're bulletproof, because this is gonna about to hurt. And uh, he jabs you in the neck with the uh, uh, anesthetic. Oh, ow, oh. And as he pulls out the anesthetic and he goes, look, you might hear some burning, smell some burning flesh. It's yours. Oh, oh dear. And just as you're about to respond too much, you feel uh, everything just go dark. Yay, I passed out. And so what we're going to do is we're going to roll a d6. Uh, this is going to determine, uh, start at six. Uh, how much do you have on the clock for your healing? I have zero. Um, I said, oh, I meant overall. Uh, well, I'm in, I don't have anything on my clock right now. The progression clock's empty. I'm in the one for harm. No, what I'm saying is, like, how many slices are in the clock, so I know. Oh, four. Okay. So what's going to happen is, this is, if you roll above a three, you get, if you roll above a three, you get two. If you roll, uh, 
about like two to three, you get uh, one. If you roll a one, you get nothing. So okay. you, I, I gonna... have not rolled on on roll twenty, just like a random dice. So I don't know. Oh, that's all right. I, I got it. Okay. All right, and because he is a two tier physiker, it's going to be three d six. And let's see, we have a two, a five, and a six. And so he does really well. You get two towards the healing of it. And so at the end, in the downtime, you can use this time to like heal stuff and everything. And uh, that can actually go towards healing and adding that. Once it's fully full, that can go away. Yay. All right. And so in the meantime, uh, you find yourself waking up and he goes, ah, look who's awake. You know, sometimes I get a little confused with all those chemicals I push in the patients, and sometimes it might be bad, but hey, you woke up, so that's what works. Oh, dear saints. Oh, thank uh, thank you. And he uh, goes, of I... course, of course. Yeah, here's a topical ointment. It'll prevent the scarring and everything. Keep your neck look pretty. Oh, well, thank you. I will. Uh, how often do I apply this? And he goes, probably like once a session or something like that, and he winks at the okay. camera. I'm not sure what a session is, but I will figure that out. Thank you. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, you got uh, And he goes, That'll, that's great. Now get out of my office. Oh, aren't you charming, my darling old cheesecake? I'm sure we'll see each other again. Oh, goody. <laughs> and I'm going to head out of there. All right. And where is Abner going now? To the milkmaid's jacket? Yeah, I got nowhere else to go. Alrighty. And so uh, everybody convenes on the milkmaid's jacket. And you all roughly arrive at the same time. When you get there, it's a very quiet day there. Uh, you notice that some things had happened. Uh, there seems to be an extra boarded up window or two, but nothing really out of the ordinary. When you get there, uh, Vasily turns to you, uh, who is currently uh, taking inventory and everything, turns and goes, Oh, it is good to see you. And he says which, this to all three of you. So let's say, Vasily, which one of us? And he, he goes, Yes. Good. You are all right. at the same time. Wonderful. Good to see you again, my friend. How are you? And he goes, I am good. I am good. It, uh, we had a little bit of a scuffle here and there, but it wasn't too bad. Uh, Boiler Brothers wanted to throw a uh, a Molotov through the window, but uh, unfortunately the bottle did not break. Oh, those idiots. Oh, they truly are wet croissants, aren't they? And he goes, well, I mean, you got to throw it at a certain angle, otherwise it actually just rolls along the table, and so it was, yeah. Wet croissants, you do paint an image, but I agree. Only the Boiler Brothers would mess up throwing a Molotov cocktail. And he goes, you'd be surprised. Uh, unfortunately, physical education is not a very unfunded thing here in the city of Almixvale. I'm sure any of us could throw a Molotov just well. Breadloaf could even do it. And uh, We're going to put a pin in that one, because I feel like that was a jab, but anyway. <laughs> and he goes, you must be here for work. How can I help you? Well, you've hit the nail on the head, Vasily. Uh, what have you got for us? 
And he goes, well, you know those two things I told you about uh, some time ago. The one thing that I mentioned was that house that people keep talking about in the in the manufacturing districts. But there's also a favor for me. I told uh, I told Abner about this, but it is a chance to a chance to give me the ability to walk again. I believe I can take it from here. Uh, Bertram's remedy, I believe it was, create some prosthetics. And our friend here would like us to break in and get some. However, I may have news on a different place to get them that might be a touch easier. Go on. Oh, it's the hospital. Uh, St. Josephine's, actually. I've heard that they're giving out prosthetics. They're a pricey, pricey sum. But I think we can find a different way to acquire them. Oh, I see what you mean. Well, interestingly enough, Father wants me to have a discussion with Bertram's Remedies about a partnership. Perhaps that allows us a way in to get what Vasily is looking for at an even better discounted price. Ooh, we have mm, options. We do. What do you think, Lee? I think that we can that we can work on this now. I, honestly, I just don't want to go back to jail. I'm not really focused on too much else at the moment. That makes complete sense. We've done it two. It's you know we haven't done it all that much. It's been twice, but it's weird. It's happened two times, but you know. Well, we did break people out a third time. That was a whole separate. Oh, group. we've been there three times. All right, rule of thirds. We can't go back anymore. The, there are rules preferable. to this. Hmm. It might be interesting to try to get those prosthetics for Vasily under the guise of the partnership talks that I need to go and attend for Father. That way Father gets his meeting out of the way, but yet we work one over on him. Hmm. Hmm. Thoughts? Breadloaf, I trust your uh, your uh, leadership skills in this. I believe what we could do is either agree to do a delivery and maybe a piece or two goes missing. Hmm. I suppose that's what's, what we could do. Out of character, we'll talk about mechanics of this uh, potential proposal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I could go in the front while you two uh, work on the delivery angle. Oh, it'll be fun, Lee. We could dress up. I'm sorry. We could... She she is paying attention to a couple of people in the corner and she turns around and goes, wait, what? (laughs) Lemon Tart, please follow. We could dress up and then we could go and we could uh, facilitate being delivery people. Oh, how blue collar. She's going to kind of wince at that a little bit and and then go, I'll help you with your costume, huh? Well, I know some people. We'll go see some people. Oh, oh, Breadloaf met them. It's as delightful as you think it might be. See, he's excited too. She she gives uh, Breadloaf a knowing look. 
the fact that you've referred to me as Bradloaf, you are yeah, my that's... one holdout. Hold on. My I'm one holdout. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> the war on carbohydrates continues. <laughs> All right. Well, so it sounds like something. So it sounds like uh, we have a, an idea. So what is the plan that we're going through? It sounds like so either if, social or deception. Well, it's... So here's the mechanic part of the question. So I think Archibald will be there on family business, mm-hmm. which allows for an opening for the other two to relieve Bertram's remedies of what uh, what's his, uh, Vasili's looking for. Okay. And so, yeah, that's what we can do with that particular one. Um, what does that count as for our... In- right, it's a little bit of have. both. I'm going to say it's social. Because okay. the whole time, Archibon will have to keep the attention off of you guys. Good. Which mm-hmm. also means you guys can't garner attention. So that's what we'll run with that one. And so when we get back, we'll talk about item loadout and everything. And for now, we will... Uh, take a quick break. We'll be right back. We. So, uh, Callista, no, sorry, Lee, Lee and Abner, uh, first and foremost, tell us a little bit about what your outfits look like and where you're entering from. Uh, Lee, do you want to describe it? Do you want me to go? We have blue delivery outfits. Yes. (laughs) They've got to be blue. They've got to be blue. Oh no no I no! I think it's they almost look like hospital scrubs too. I think we're thinking the oh, same no. thing. Oh well, no, I, I think that's just. Oh my god, that was just a perfect description of your character because I was really ready for Abner to go onto this really, really detailed thing about what the costumes look like, and then Lee goes, "They're blue." <laughs> I was look. I was thinking like mailman. Okay. <laughs> oh no 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 no! It's perfect. I love it, but I just like. Oh my god! If there was never like an in character and like an unintentional right. in character moment, that was it. I love it. Right. Okay. Needless to say, let's continue on. Um, it's sad because I definitely was going to go on a long diatribe about what we were doing here. I was also going to say they're collared. Okay. Spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> And leave it to uh, somebody playing Abner to use the word diatribe in a sentence. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, you're only becoming a character so much. I love it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys pull up in what looks like a delivery van. Uh, you had the recluse actually uh, respray one of you guys' uh, smuggling vans to look like it. We have a van? Thank you. Yeah, right? Right? You guys bought one. We bought we a van? Yeah. 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 No, but when did we buy a van? All yeah, right, so listeners, in the comments, can you tell us when we bought a van? <laughs> <In the comments. laughs> 
boy. We we are all over the place today. Right. <laughs> all right, so uh, you guys, I'm gonna say about a van, and I'll make a note of it now that you guys have a van. <laughs> uh, you so you guys pull into the delivery bay, and as you do, there's a guard sitting there, and he kind of looks at you like he walks up and he goes, "Ah, uh, can I help you?" Yeah, uh, we're here to pick up the, uh, the stuff, you know, the stuff that we're supposed, we're supposed to be delivering some stuff for a, uh, a, uh, Boy Trim's Ramities. Oh, 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 expecting you guys tomorrow. Go on in. And because he rolled really well, you got past that first issue. And so you, he, uh, opens the garage door and you guys are able to pull into, uh, drive in. And as you drive in, uh, you notice... As you park and back and get out, you notice that there looks to be two uh, bigger trucks, and something is getting loaded in there. As you get as they get loaded in, you notice that the things getting loaded in are bodies. Oh, lemon tart! Are you seeing this? Um... I'm going to say that very quietly because I just did a voice. I want <laughs> other people to hear my actual voice. Do you mean the dead bodies that they're loading there? Yep, I clocked them. Should we Answer. do something? Do... This isn't right. This can't be right. Nope, not our business. And until it becomes our business, we just report back. Alrighty, and we see Lee walk over to the elevator to be taken up to where the delivery section is. And uh, Abner, do you join them? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be very hesitant about it, but I I, I yeah, Abner's gonna look at it for a second longer and, and then follow. Alright. In the meantime, Archibon, uh you enter what looks like a very the medical office of the chief examiner here is a lot different than uh, any other place in the hospital. This place looks like it were a library, so to speak. Like you know how a uh, hospital usually have like a white, green, blue kind of look. Right. But when you walk into this one, this has uh, browns and greens, and it looks like kind of looks like a library more or less. <clears throat> I say, if you're going to say a conference room, oh, I'm well aware and very accustomed to those. <laughs> and so, as you enter, uh, the person turns and he goes, and he goes, uh, "Hello, Mister Westchester. It is it is great to meet you. My name is." Uh, my name is Chief Medical Examiner Silas, uh, Thomas Silas, actually. Uh, how can I help you? Well, I come on business of my father, talking about a partnership with Bertram's Remedies. And he goes, ah, yes, 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 indeed, indeed. So, uh, please, sit down, have a seat. Uh, what oh, thank is you, it? sir. Do you mind? And I think that's when the fine bottle of whiskey comes out with two shot glasses that have W's engraved on them. And he goes, well, you do know how to drive a hard bargain. Absolutely. Well, you know, as they say, it's best to start on the right foot. Of course, of course. And so, uh, we'll come back to that in a second. And so, uh, first and foremost, for uh, Abner and Lee, you guys are on the lower level. There is eight floors to this hospital. Uh, 
as you get into the elevator, uh, you head up and it opens on the first floor where you see deliveries and then uh, lobby and then uh, medical wing. Do you guys stay on the elevator or do you guys go up? What? Sorry, I'm so sorry. Save the levels one more time. There's eight floors. You're currently on the first. Do we do we know what level they're on? The the prosthetics? Uh, no, you do not. Are there any like signs up that say exactly where things are? So as you look on the uh, elevator, which has all the floors, you see uh, floor two, uh, intensive care. Floor three, uh, delivery service, uh, like delivery as in like child delivery. Uh, floor four, which says uh, surgery wing. Floor five says uh, R&D. And f- actually floor five uh, says R&D. Floor six says admin. And, and floor seven says, seven and eight says uh, library. As of right now, you know definitively that Archibon is on floor six on the admin. So we know not to go there. Um, we should go to floor five. But I'm also interested in floor six. Or in floor... Oh, wait, no. Yeah, no. I'm interested in five. Sorry. <laughs> I looked at my notes <laughs> wrong. I'm on admin. Not you. Yeah, no, I don't want to be right. there. <laughs> And so, uh, as you do so, as you kind of, like, take a look out and then come back into the elevator, you do notice uh, at the very end of the hall, there seems to be uh, more of these people covering bodies up and just wheeling them uh, down. And uh, as you guys go back into the elevator, you see a person just wheeling a body down and goes, is this going up or down? They ask you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at Lee up. All right, and he goes, oh, "Shit! All right, I'll catch the next one." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And uh, he kind of looks at you weird with the voice change, but then as the door closes and everything, <clears throat> there is something odd going on here, Lemon Tart. Yeah, no kidding. Play it cool. <laughs> oh, I'm always cool. Cool as a cucumber. No, you're not. Cucumber pie. I'm very calm. Oh, goodness. All right, just let me do the talking on from here. Unless oh, I, I don't like think the... that's the best idea. I think I'm better <laughs> at talking I think, I think somewhere, Archibon's like, is Lee getting perturbed at Abner? And he's got this small, satisfied little feeling in the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. So, sweet uh, validation. You guys head up to uh, the elevator opens, and as you open on the fifth floor, you come out and you notice that <clears throat> this hallway is at the end of the hallway where the elevators are. And at the end, you see what looks like a door, and you see two armed guards there. Would you prefer to talk or punch? 
you can talk. I'll punch. And then well, she's going to like she's go. she's going to like reach around and like make sure that her knives are are well within reach in case she needs them. All right. Um is there any sign above what whatever door they're in front of? And it says uh yeah, it says R&D wing. Oh, that's just it's just the door to the wing itself. Yes. But it is under arm guard. Great. Um, I think we'll just walk up and Abner's just going to go, Hey, we're here uh, for the delivery from Bertram's. And so uh, they look at each other and goes, Delivery? What delivery? There's some delivery with some highbrow, you know. And then between Bertram, they're doing some kind I don't know. Look, I just move stuff. Roll me a sway. Sure. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, I will assume desperate. Yep. Uh, let's do, yeah, desperate great. Uh, I assume make it hard on myself. Yeah, I know, but I I know how these usually go. <laughs> sure, Ooh. two threes and a, a one and a two. Uh oh. So uh, he goes. The other guy, uh, one of the guards, looks at, looks at each other and he goes, "All right, hold on, wait here. Keep an eye on them. I'm gonna go talk with the uh, security chief and uh, ask about it because we didn't hear anything." He, he, ah, the higher-ups dropping the ball. You all to get it. Uh, at this go, point, she's uh, she's going to come in and say, look, we don't get much more than the barest of details. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it says right here that we're supposed to be on this floor and pick up a delivery. So are you trying to show like one of those forged documents and everything? Yeah, and I'm trying to help him out if he's... Gonna do another sway roll. Alright. Uh well this sounds like you're doing the sway roll. Uh oh. I'll allow the forge document to give you a plus one bonus dice. Abner, are you helping? Yes, because I'm not stressed yet. And boy oh boy, <laughs> do I want to experience that again. <laughs> Alright. Add a plus two to your stress so you can get two bonus dice with this one, uh, Lee. All right, so Lee rolls a four, a one, and a five. And Josie turns and goes, he looks and goes, looks down to his watch and he goes, ah, fuck it, shift changes soon anyway. All right, go on through. Thanks, man. All right, I thanks. appreciate it. Yo. <laughs> Is that believable? All yeah, right. We're fine. And so you guys walk on through. And as you do so, uh, you notice that there is uh, four different research stations. And there are stairs that leads a little bit further up. However, you don't see what you're looking for immediately. Do we see the names of the research stations or we just see that like there's different like areas? There's just different areas. You have to get closer. To do that. However, you do notice that outside of each research station is another armed guard. I mean, do we just go up and ask them? <laughs> we could now keep say- in mind if you like 
botch a roll, they're going to be like, oh, okay. You can't go through asking, like, oh, hey, we're supposed to get this, like, over and over again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. We should ask, would be like, all right, it says floor seven, but it doesn't say where our pickup's supposed to be. I while, you, while you guys think about that, let's go okay. check in on what Archibon's doing. <clears throat> and so, Archibon, uh, how is... And so, we check back in with you, and you guys have just finished one of the first drinks. And so, <clears throat> he goes... So, Mr. Westchester, mm-hmm. tell me, do you know a little bit about this hospital? I know it's been a uh, cornerstone of the community here for a very long time. Its history goes back 100 plus years, actually. Yes, actually, and we were bought out by Bertram's Remedies. About 15 years prior. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that we have been doing some great work in those 15 years prior and actually coming up with a lot of great things to cure all. Now, in regards to that, let me ask you this. Yes? Are you the type of man who's willing to do Whatever it takes for the betterment of society. Not very often are people truly that selfless. And he goes, Well, true, true. Not very many people are that selfless. But one could say, Well, let me ask you this. You were to, what if I told you if you sacrifice a few people, you could help everyone else. What would you say? I'd ask, what's the upfront cost first? And he goes, the lives of a thousand people to save everyone else on Earth. It's awful grandiose, but I suppose it's an interesting I idea or thought study, if you will. But, as they say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And he turns and he goes, why do they say that? Mm, one can only imagine. One aims to be the best force of good in the world, only to burn down a couple of trees on the way. And what if these trees were rotted to the core? Nothing good about them, and all they did was drag everyone down up, drag the rest of the forest down with them. Then what? Mm. It's an interesting way to look at it, because I'd also wonder about the ones doing the burning, but we can spend tales of that all day. And he goes, well, the reason I ask about that particular thing, is there some... Well, as you know, we do research and development here. We have made a lot of great strides to do so. Mm-hmm. And if we are going to go into this partnership, I have to trust that you can keep this little part a secret. Trust me, sir, I am a consummate professional, through and through, or else my father wouldn't have sent me. 
and goes, good. Why do you think I brought this fine bottle of 35-year-old whiskey? That's fair. And I know your father was interested in this particular part. Your father, he's, uh, he's come to the hospital a lot, hasn't he? Father's dealings are his own. He hasn't told you. Well, well, you see, what happens is there's a lot of people out there, a lot of organs that are just going to foul use, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And so we take in the sick, the wounded, those who don't need their organs anymore, so to speak. And, well, we sell them at a price to those who need it. Like, for instance, your father. I know your father likes his uh, drink so to speak. Mm-hmm. He's particularly interested in a liver transplant. Have you heard of that? Can't say that I have. And he goes, well, it is something we like to offer the rich and elite of this city. A way to not have the inconveniences of life get in the way. Oh. And he goes, you get where I'm coming from, right? Oh, I do. I do indeed. And how do you plan on uh, circumventing these inconveniences? Quite, Quite simple. But you see, there's a lot of people who could go missing and nobody would know the wiser. Such as the way it is in a cruel world such as this. And then he goes, and then the organs, the things of value, be used for those who do good things for the world. What happens when All of the bottom feeders are gone. And he goes, There will always be bottom feeders, Mr. Westchester. I think uh, that hits him in the back like he has to bite his tongue a little bit. He goes, (laughs) I suppose you're right. They do breed like rabbits, don't they? And he goes, he sits back in his chair and goes, I knew I liked you. And we're going to cut away because, God, I fucking hate playing this character. <laughs> uh, and so uh, let's check in with Abner and Lee. So once again, you guys have the four uh, areas surrounding you at the moment. I am going to literally just call out to the room. Hey, we're supposed to pick up this stuff. You know where it is? The Bertram stuff? Roll a sway. Uh, and and she's, she's, Lee's going to go, hey, we're, it's just floor seven. It doesn't say a section. And just going just gonna to keep pointing at the paper. And, All right, take two, and stress for the, take two stress for the bonus dice on that one. <laughs> yeah. 
this feels all too real having been in a service industry where you go to places to install. <laughs> where the hell am I supposed to go? Simulator for Chris. Right? Like, oh, it's too real. Conference rooms and trying to find where I'm supposed to go in an office building. <laughs> um, desperate great one dice? Yes. What did I roll? I didn't see it. I'm on the wrong page. I got it. I got it. I got okay, it. I see it. <laughs> uh, so, we could have played we, that up, but we won't. No, shut up. All right, so you good. We have a three, a three, a five, a four, and a two, and uh, and uh, one of them on the right kind of is like, oh, hey, over here. Um, I think we should head that way. Um, but I kind of want to talk to the guard dude for a second. Oh yeah, definitely. I say, I I go over there and say, oh, thank you. Uh, can, could you give us any directions? To, what what can you tell us? And so as you go over there, uh, and he goes, he goes. Well, I mean, go over to the guy raising his hand over there. He probably could help you out a little bit. Oh, I meant to go over to the guy raising his hand. And oh, that. and he goes, yeah. And he goes, oh, good, you're here. So I have uh, this. And you see him kind of put, like, a hand on top of, like, two books and everything. And on those two books is a whole bunch of uh, what looks like documents and such. And he goes, these are to be delivered to the governor's mansion. Oh, sure. Weren't we just there that last week or something? Yeah, we just did that delivery there the other time. Yeah, we can take it. And he goes, fantastic, great. Uh, just remember, don't look at the, uh, contents. Who would look at the contents? We're not looking at the contents. Is that all for the Bertram's, uh, remedy? We're here for prosthetics, though, too. And he just looks, he goes, like, prosthetics? Uh, no, that's, uh, that's a, roll roll another sway. Um, I don't know how this is going to work. But before mm-hmm. I do my roll, I would also like to use a special ability. What special ability is that? I want to use Cloak and Dagger, and it's when I'm using a disguise uh, or form of corporate misdirection, I get plus D1 on a roll to confuse or de- de- or deflect suspicion. And I just want to confuse him more. Alright, go for it. Haha. I love that you're all using special abilities now. It only took me I'm <laughs> I forget they exist. <laughs> Honestly, uh, this is the this is not the one I thought I was going to be using. All right. Nice. All right, so we got a 6, a 3, a 1, a 3 and a 2 and it goes, "Oh, all right. Uh that's actually the one in the center there. Go up the stairs. You should be fine." Great. Great. We'll take this with us. We'll get it to where you want to go. You know, on the house. And he goes, and as you kind of walk out, he just kind of looks like, oh, no, no, that's not, I, I called you, he's like, I could have sworn I called a delivery company here as you guys walk away. And so as you walk up the stairs and everything, um, you notice that basically there's a stairs up to kind of like a landing and then a stairs further up to the center of the area. As you get up to the landing, there are some there are more guards there and everything. And so uh Yeah, and so as they get there and I go, Hold it. What are you here for? 
We're here for the prosthetics, for the Bertrand Renner. Why does everyone keep asking us this? And he goes, I thought you were here for those documents downstairs. We never heard of anything, any delivery for prosthetics. I'm here for prosthetics, not here for documents. That's what we're here for. They sent two of us so that we could get they both of the They sent two of us because there's t- the prosthetics. I just want to like uh, flip over to Chris who's just like, oh my god, this is literally what I do for a living. <laughs> right, he yeah. just has that like, he's already about to throw up in his mouth due to how vile this guy is. And he's like, why do I feel something, uh, an impending facepalm coming from above me? You feel a disturbance in the forest? Kind of. <laughs> what did that void do to me? Oh, all right. And so, uh, you, so what happens is, uh, he goes, they sigh and they let you buy and everything. So you go up there and eventually you make it into the room with the prosthetics. And we see somebody kind of like working on it. And he goes, He's still working on it as you guys kind of sit there for a second. And then finally he stops and looks and he goes, Can I help you? Yeah, we're here to deliver the prosthetics we were sent here for. If you could give us... Why are we here? Why does everyone keep asking us this? (laughs) And he goes, I I don't know what you mean. Um, Look... And he, go, and he goes, look, if you're delivering something, you can put it over there. No, no we're picking up. Oh, who, who's the client? Uh, something, we don't get uh, told something, that. There's some rich person. I don't, we don't look at it. Roll per, uh, roll us, wait. So this Why is going to work. Blank on your hold game? on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so this is going to work really well, because I'm going to use foresight. <laughs> this allows me two times per score to assist a teammate without paying any stress. So here's how I decided to prepare for this, because it says I have to tell you how it happened. Inside is a card with a Westchester signature. It says, like, they are acting on my behalf to carry out the duties as for me. And it's a whole bunch of, like, you know, jargon that says what they were supposed to do. So they have this card that says uh, it's, it's got an official mandate back behind it in uh, Lee's pocket. <laughs> Lee's going to take it and hold it up. And he looks and he goes, oh, all right. And he flips it over and he goes, all right, fish, official measurements here. Fantastic. There you go. And uh, he goes, they're in a box over there on the counter if you'd like to take them. And uh, he goes back to working on what he's currently working on. And you notice that they don't look like legs. These look like hands and a torso. He's got to walk around like Saboba. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, can I pull, I'm going to, I'm going to pull lemon tart aside. Also, I called you Lee earlier and I felt really bad about that. So I apologize. <laughs> you called me What? I said Lee, and I never, I didn't say lemon tart, so I felt bad. Oh, no, that's fine. That's, that's me. That's the player, not the character. I felt bad. <laughs> you weren't a food, and that just messed with my groove, man. It, it threw me off hardcore. I said it, and I went, what does that mean? Um, uh, what does that mean? I'm pretty sure Lee just was like, 
took note of it, but didn't really think too much about it. <laughs> um, but I am going to pull you aside right now. and uh, Do... Do you still have your set of documents? Because oh, with yeah. the subterfuge supplies, you get documents. Uh, not only do I have subterfuge, subterfuge supplies, why can't I say that? <laughs> um, I also have, uh, you know, more documents. So, oh, yeah. We got and, hella you know, documents this round. Um, hella documents and badges. The Lee Township Kinko's has been, <laughs> got the most business it's had in a long time. Because uh, this is the most useful item in all of Blaze in the Dark is documents. documents. I mean, <laughs> I was driving a car and I used documents to get away. So, so good. So good. Uh, all right. Anyway, um, I think that we should use. I have a, I have a plan for my documents. We can't mm-hmm. use them yet. So I think we should use your documents to tell this guy that we're supposed to get legs to. So we're, we're expecting two boxes, not one. Oh, yes, absolutely. We should do that. Um, beforehand, when we matched all of our documents to say, like, when and where we're going places, we left some blank. So, an, an, like, the delivery stuff. <laughs> a flashback, yes! Oh, oh, oh we haven't done one of those in a while. I forgot about that mechanic. <laughs> Oh, we didn't talk about this verbally. Okay. Um, yeah, we had all like made sure our documents all corresponded. So we were all on the same page before going in and uh, wrote out a, um, a a delivery, like kind of receipt, but like not very descriptive at all. So that we could, if need be, uh, like we are now, adjust what needs to be uh, delivered. Or, uh, you know, picked up. Alrighty. Okay. And so, uh, so for that, you're going to take one stress and everything. Should I take the stress? Because I brought up the idea. Yeah. I brought it up in chat first, so I'll do it. Alright, okay. yeah, we'll have Lee do it. And so, they gave you the prosthetics and everything. Uh, do you guys look at anything else, or do you just take the prosthetics and are like, alright, go! Uh, I mean, like, a quick scan around the room wouldn't hurt. Alright, and... Abner's as, very curious about this place right now. Uh, as you notice, there is, uh... The... The, the main researcher is not... He's working on what looks like torso and arms, and he's not paying any attention to you at all. And... You also happen to notice on the far table also is a head. Like an actual human head? No, like a robotic head. Okay. But still alarming. <laughs> it doesn't um, have a mic connection on it, does it? Uh, no, this isn't an AV robotics person. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Unless you wanted to, would that give you more PTSD? Uh, it, it might, you know, there was that one microphone we found that was shaped like a head that had two ears to talk like into it. Oh, like I want 9, that. 000. It's also nine thousand. It's nine grand. <laughs> oh yeah, it's that one. Yeah, no, I want it. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Oh wow! All right, and so uh, yeah, Abner, you see those things. Is there anything else you're going to do, or are you good? Uh, no. 
I'm I'm aware that that exists. I'm scared that it exists, but I don't think I'll do anything. All right. And so, uh, do you guys grab the stuff and leave? I don't like the way you said. All right. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> that sounded like a the DM will remember this type of thing. Oh, you're right, and I will. No. <laughs> well, I made my choice. I did. I don't want to interact with it. So. Well, I do. Oh well. <laughs> All right, well, and so I, what are you going to do by interacting? Up. I have tweezers. I want to go inside and just pull out a wire because I fucking can. All right, are you doing this obviously, or are you doing this as a prowl? <laughs> as a prowl. <laughs> <laughs> just because right. I can, I just want to mess with it. All right, so roll prowl. Uh, this is going to be desperate, great. Oh, shit. Mm. Yeah. Does everybody just have the, the that scene of the mummy just play in their their heads. Yeah. Like, yep. Good. The bill comes due. So, right. <laughs> uh first and foremost, uh for everybody listening at home, Callista, roll a one. So, uh as you go to reach and just grab at this, eventually you pull on the wrong wire, and the whole thing just goes... Ah, ah, ah. The researcher turns, and he goes, What the hell are you doing? Get away from it! Now! God! I'm going to interject here, and I'm going to blow some trance powder at this at, at this dude. Alright. Uh, let's take a look at what your trance powder does. <laughs> I, it's it's on my character sheet, because I didn't know what it did. So uh, I typed it uh, into uh, Transpatter. <laughs> Alright, let's take a look here. All of a sudden, it's a rave. <laughs> um, almost. A dose of the popular... <laughs> oh, I wrote grug. It's drug. Um, <laughs> which, inter, uh, which induces an altered mental state. The victim of the powder is not fully unconscious, uh, but rather retreats into a calm, suggestible state similar to hypnosis. And so as you do the, as he says guards, you just, you blow into it and he goes, and immediately he, his look of anger just like calms down and he says, he's kind of like a blank slate currently. You're going to walk over there. You're going to take the tweezers, pull the same exact wire. And then when the guards come in, laugh and say, oopsie, my fault. All right. And so he nods and just goes and does that. And eventually you just hear like the sounds of the two guards kind of coming in, revolvers at the ready. And you, as they see him just kind of playing out and kind of shocking himself, goes, oopsie, I seem to have shocked myself again. And uh, they look over and see you two there and he goes, is he all right? I don't, you know. That's the wrong accent. Shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know. Gonna grab. We're, we're gonna grab the boxes. We're gonna go. That's our job. That's all we're. I don't know what he's doing. There's a head there. We don't know what's going on. A few floors down below, Archibald's hand just goes further and further up to start rubbing his forehead. And you just hear uh, uh, Chief Medical Examiner, Chief Medical. Uh, 
director. Silas go, the problem, Mark Bond. No, no, just a headache developing that I can't quite put my finger on as to why. Of course, he goes, good to know, good to know. So, your father wants this liver. Solid segue. Smooth uh, transition, honestly. Welcome, thank you. And he goes, your father, he wants this liver. And we want a business partner. Think we can work something out? Oh, I'm sure we can. Business to business. Good. Now, what can you give me for me to give you that? Hmm. Well, the important thing for any business is real estate, correct? Of course. Hmm. Don't have much on the way of details, but... I can think of a few warehouses that are available. Might be convenient to uh, store some of your R&D here in places like that. A little bit more room here to do things, if you will. Keep away certain reporters from uh, snooping, so to speak. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there has been one that has been on our tail. Oh. Really and truly. Yeah, it's uh, one of them newer newspapers, too. Mm. Well, I'm sure a reputable institution like this is used to handling a little bit PR egg on their face from time to time. And it goes, of course. You usually make them disappear, and he kind of laughs at that. Huh. And, uh, you know, Archibald is keeping this uh, uh, tally in his head that there's a good chance he's going to want to make sure he makes this guy disappear. <laughs> and so uh, he goes, uh, and he goes, well, I think that is a good amount for me. Allow me to walk you back to your carriage or car. Do you have a car carriage? Oh, I prefer to walk. The car does to pick me up a few blocks from here. But first, sir, the whiskey's not done. I do not leave a business interaction without finishing one. Ah. It'd be a shame to waste something such as this. Uh, roll a sway. A swee. A swee. <laughs> okay. I'm going to push myself. Take that to stress. All right. What's the position? Uh, controlled, great. Controlled, great. Cement. Do you want my sway? Oh, I forgot to oh, put no, the bonus dice in. No worries, it's a five, so it's fine. <laughs> All right, no, no stress taken then, uh, retcon. All right, and so he goes, you know what? Of course. Good, I, I, I clocked you in as a man of culture. And he goes... That famous Westchester charm. Absolutely, sir. But I can't say I know what you're talking about. And he <laughs> shoots a little like grin, as almost you can see like the the twinkle coming out of Archibald's eye as he hands him over one of the shot glasses. All right. And in the meantime, uh, we transition back to uh, Abner and uh, Lee, who are walking down the stairs and back to the 
um, back to the elevator. And so they go down wait, the elevator. Wait, did and... we not get the second box? Oh, wait. We're... Yeah, you got the second box. We got everything. Yeah, we got oh, both good. boxes. Yeah. I assumed <laughs> that we took both boxes. You yeah, did you such got... a smooth transition. We weren't sure. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Too smooth. <laughs> uh, and so basically you guys go back down uh, the elevator and as you get in the elevator you get in the car uh, you start to drive away and uh, do me a favor I'll have some of you roll I'll have one of you whoever's not driving so tell me who's driving uh, um, what why is... don't you go ahead and drive again that no no no. You should drive because then I can shoot anyone who. Tries oh, to that makes us. a lot more sense. Yeah. Than yes. Yep. And I, I, I just see Wait, me pulling out like this dossier of documents. Yeah, shoot. How about to say? Do you have a gun? Oh shit. No, but you got uh, documents, and that's just as good. We we have documents, <laughs> and I have throwing knives. And I well, I mean, really, truly, never mind. Actually, no, 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 no. no. I'm not going to give you hints. <laughs> All right, and so nothing. Uh, and so, uh, you guys start to drive away, and uh, Lee, roll me a survey. Uh, I oh, surveyed this area area earlier. So, what what what's going on now? And also, well, is it desperate or risky? Or uh, it's going to be risky. Uh, great or standard or great. Also, I'm glad you're rolling this because this would not be good with me. It's not good with me either. No, it would have been worse. Everything (laughs) seems to be out of the ordinary. Are you guys picking up Archimon? No. No, I don't think we have plans to rendezvous. All right, so as you guys are driving away, uh, you don't notice that there's just a car pulling alongside you and uh, until it's too late... You see uh, one of the Boiler Brothers kind of like peer out the side and they aim a gun to fire at you. Uh, Abner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the despair. Roll me a finesse to see. Yeah, it is a finesse. I know. Despa- uh, desperate great. Yeah. Um, hold on. I hit the wrong button. Oh, then I hit study. That's not the right thing. All right. Desperate. Hey, I'm a really good driver. (laughs) (laughs) And so we see Archibon, uh, not Archibon, we see Abner just kind of looking, we see the gun kind of pop out. uh, We see Abner just kind of slam on the brakes as they shoot forward. Uh, In the meantime, we see uh, the medical director and Archibon have finished their drinks walk down and are at the front of the uh, entryway and he goes you know it's it's good to finally meet a businessman that I can see eye to eye with it is refreshing isn't it of course and he holds out his hand to a fruitful partnership absolutely and uh, as he uh, holds his hand he goes you hear you hear him say and may the cleansing flood guide you. Thank you. Of course. 
close. And just as he finished saying that, you hear the sounds of a gunfire go off, and he du- he ducks and goes, "Oh, those damn gangs! Come, come here, come here! Let's get you inside. Let's get you safe." Fine, fine. And so, uh, and so you he ushers you inside and everything. In the meantime, uh, Abner has dodged out of the way, and Lee, you go to open the glove box and realize. You didn't put your you didn't put your guns there. Uh-oh. Oh, glove box gun? No. I mean, really and truly, if you want to do a flashback and put your guns there, you can. You know what? Uh I think I'm gonna have to pass on that. Mm. I'm really Drama more interesting that. route. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, as I'm I slam gonna... on the Oh, sorry. I'm going to pull out my uh, my throwing knives, uh, pull out two of them, and aim with one at the tires of the other car. Oh. Much man. more interesting route. Let's do Hunt. Desperate great. Um, I actually think I will assist by slowly, like, adjusting the car speed so she can do this. All right. Uh, that's going to be uh, take stress. stress for that. Yep. Yeah, I'm at four. It's great. <laughs> oh no sequential i tried so, we, so uh with three skill in hunt we have a one a two and a three and we see uh basically we see uh lee kind of hang out the side of it toss the knife up and then throw however it misses taking out the win- uh oh. side window windshield uh the, the side mirror of the car and so they're going to and they aim they roll to shoot. They aim out and they shoot again. However, they miss lead uh, going wide. And so uh, Abner, they're going to try and ram the car again. So do me a favor. Roll me a finesse. Sure. Desperate. Great. What, what else would it be? Could it be something else? Can I sway you? <laughs> to the oh, end of Oh, oh! We might die. Oh, this is fantastic. Oh, you know. It makes this for good is, podcasting. No, it doesn't. I don't want to die. So, I'm the protagonist. First, so, first and foremost, we rolled a crit fail on this one, and so as they kind of so what happens is as Abner's holding on, Lee. Uh, you're holding onto the side trying to throw this knife. They ram into you, and the car goes a little bit sideways and hits a pole. And from where it hits the pole, uh, Abner gets ejected out through the windshield and onto the street. Abner, do me a favor. I want you to move the uh, bullet graze up to harm level two, and also on the other side of harm level two, add broken leg. I broke my leg? <laughs> Okay. Was he not yeah. wearing a seatbelt? Uh, yeah, right? That's what okay. the current fail is. <laughs> I mean, we're talking oh. like Industrial Revolution sort of time. So it's, do we have seatbelts even exist? Probably not. All right, we're, sp- <laughs> we're splitting hairs, but I digress. All right, so bullet graze on one side, broken leg on the other. So now you get a minus one dice to everything now. 
And so we see the other car come. I'm really good at it, though. And so we see the other car come to a halt. Uh, Lee, you're kind of like slammed against the car, and it's about 30 feet. There's the wrecked van, uh, Abner, and then this other car. And they're getting out, and you see them kind of like, the other guy is like, uh, turns to the driver and goes, stay here. And uh, he has his gun out and I'm walking up to Abner. What do you do? I take another knife and I throw it at him. He ain't getting he ain't getting anywhere near to Abner. All right. You going to push yourself on this one too? Absolutely, I am. All Thank right, you. Stress. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, take... Uh, actually... Sorry, I'm gonna add a little bit to this as well. Uh, no, 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 no. This is this is good. This is good. Uh, Twisting the knife. So Abner, before while Lee rolls this, it's gonna be uh-huh. desperate. Great, by the way. Uh, you're going to roll a prowess resistance roll. Oh, okay. So is what's gonna happen here is you are gonna take six stress, right? Depending on how you roll the prowess resistance roll, that's going to subtract from that six. And then also determine how bad the injury is. So just hit prowess and then just roll. Yep. I don't have any bonus dice, right? Yeah. All right. So the good news is you suffer six stress minus the highest die result. So you suffer two stress. And this broken leg uh, is actually going to go down to a level one harm of a sprained ankle. And a bullet graze. Which is just going to be cuts and bruises now because he went through the windshield. Does that reset my healing clock? Yes. I Thank you. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. And so... Uh, what am I supposed to roll? Uh, you are going to roll a hunt. Oh, thank you. Yep. All right, we got a four, a one, and a two. So uh, we so we see this guy kind of walking up, and as we do, we hear the sound of like a as uh, the knife uh, hits him in the shoulder. And as he uh, gets knocked down, we see Lee try to move up. We just hear a uh, bang, bang, bang as uh, the person is they got they got hit, but the person is able to keep Lee in cover and unable to move forward at this moment. So, what it is now is 30 feet leap from you and the other guy. Uh, Abner is in the middle at 15 feet. Abner, is there anything you want to try and do? I think you know what I'm going to attempt to do. What is that? Bad choice, but I will. So, is dude's coming towards me with a gun? Yep. Yeah. Um... Okay, yeah. Here's here's a. Uh, I'm definitely dropping the the alias for this one. Um, broken leg. I'm bleeding out. It it really hurts. I'm gonna look at the guy. Bang up job you've done. Oh, <laughs> sweet little cheese sourdough. You've done well. 
This was a test, and you did absolutely amazing. Look at me. I'm mangled, broken. I might not be able to walk again. You've done fantastically. I think it's time to call it off. (laughs) Oh, the sheer audacity. Okay, so (laughs) what is it you're trying to do here? I'm trying to just... I want to convince him to st- at least not shoot me, not to not to put one in my head All or right. the rest of my body. Roll a sway. Yay! <laughs> What's the position on this? Desperate, great. What else would it be? Good. No, I'm. Uh... Here's an argument for you. Mm-hmm. I am still in disguise, but do they? I would assume they know me. I'm guessing I mean, they, they know ran me. you off the road. So okay, they, they, they know they me. Know okay, you. so I'm not going to get a bonus die on this one. Oh, thank God, a six. And so, uh, as he's walking up, kind of like looking at everything, and just goes, "Fine." And he grabs you by like the shirt, and kind of lifts you up, and he puts you in front of you. But he goes. Tell your friend to let us take you. Walk away. We won't have to deal with this again. And he's he's starting to like drag you back to the other car. And Honestly, puts... would that be necessary? Why would taking me get you anything of value? And Let's goes, be honest. Breadloaf doesn't like me. And this one here isn't worth any money. I'm worth absolutely nothing. You've gained nothing by ga- grabbing either of the two of us. And, uh... Lee, are you going to try anything? Can she hear all this? You can hear a little bit of it, but you can't. You hear you're hearing uh, Abner, but you're not hearing the other person. Um, oh I'm God. going to hope that you know when I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think she's really just going to try to stay down on the ground and let him work his magic All while right. getting another knife prepped. All right, and so. As of right now, he is 10 feet from the car and everything, and he just goes, you are not in a position to negotiate. You are coming with me, and if you don't, I will shoot you right here. Darling, dearest, I wouldn't negotiate with you. You're the smarter one in the situation. You have the advantage, don't you? Couldn't you go back and tell your boss that we're gone? Ooh, the fat sum you would have acquired from that. And then we hide low for a little while, come back. There's new aliases, new names. It would be interesting, wouldn't it? Roll this way. Desperate great. What am I saying? Why am I doing this? (laughs) By the way, Archibon, you've been watching this whole thing from one of the windows. There's a six in there. There's a one, a three, a six, and a four. And, the six he goes, and just as he's about to like let like let go and everything, uh, you hear the driver goes. Uh, you hear the driver go. All right, the hell are you doing? You either get him in the car, or put one in his head. I'm going to after he says that. 
I'll take a beat, look at him, look at the guy. I'm going to nod to the right of me as I'm on the ground to be like, do it, shoot. So he shoots next to me. I'm trying to tell him to shoot next to me so it looks like he did it. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to determine does this this would this need another roll? I can do one. Let's do another roll. Risky great. And at no, this point, great. and at this point, I'm also going to whistle for Jack. As like a distraction. You can take it as a distraction, but uh, just to have him ready to attack the driver at any point. Do you like get right. a bonus time? Does that count as assisting? Or no? Oh. Just like, she's doing her own thing. Uh, you're trying to... Okay, so let me ask you this. Uh, Callista, are you sending Jack at that moment? No, I am getting Jack's attention. Okay. Uh, okay. So then, so no. no bonus die. Lovely, two one two, one two, two one two. And so uh, he just goes piss off, and then uh, you see him just like whip uh, Abner across the face with the uh, pistol. Do me a favor, roll me a resolve resistance roll. Ooh, okay. Alright, so the good news is you take one more stress because you rolled a five. And I need you to uh, bump the cuts and bruises to level two because or, he whipped you across the face with the pistol and you're now unconscious. What if he faked it? He didn't fake it. You didn't roll his way high enough. But he could have faked it. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, with the door open, uh, Lee, you see him push uh, Abner into the car. Before this, before he pushes him into the car, I go and attack um, him as he's trying to haul Abner up, uh-huh. and and whistle for Jack to attack the driver. Um, right. Also, also, hold on. Before the roll, I have something to add. I have mesmerism. <laughs> So when I sway someone, it causes them to forget that it happened until I interact with them again. So he's put me in a car. So he's now forgotten I exist. And that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I swear I had something to do. So does and... that... I, I, I'm actually more asking, does this distract him enough to be able to help this role? Yes, I'll allow that. <laughs> Oh, I tried. I tried so hard. I appreciate you. Wait, hold on, here. hold on, hold on, hold on. Reroll it. You didn't add the, the you didn't add the bonus dice. Yes, I did. So originally we had two. There was only Wait, one you... bonus dice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you already added it in. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, I'll roll again if you want me to, because because. No no, yeah. no 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 no. Wait, no, was it supposed lies. to be a hunt? Cause, cause I can, I, you know, I, I was running towards him. I could. I oh, could... you're running towards him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then no I thought you were. I thought you were throwing something at him. Okay, so this one. I am. Be... I'm throwing while running. 
Oh, well, then I thought that was a hunt because that's a ranged attack. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. how close can I get? You could probably, like, close the distance and stab him if you try. Oh, oh heck yeah. What is that, a skirmish? Let's skirmish. go. Yeah, let's do it. Same same roll, desperate great, and you get a bonus dice. All right. <laughs> we got a one, a four, and a three. And so what happens is, as he sets uh, Abner into the car... Uh, you show up and you just we see you just take the uh you see you take the knife and just go uh, go one two three right into his chest and as he does so uh the guy who sees this and just slams on the accelerator however we see just this green little uh this light green little image as it kind of like just goes translucent and then just appears right in front of him on in the driver's seat and uh he kind of he go he goes wide just a little bit and ends up uh spinning out on of the car and he has flooded the engine he's trying to uh he's about 30 feet from you now and he's about to basically start the car to go again in the meantime though you do hear the sounds of the onyx veil pd closing in and uh you are able to pick up the other guy's gun. It has exactly two shots left in it. Okay. Recap for me. Abner is in the car or on the ground? Abner is in the car, in the back of the car. The car, uh, because of Jack, has spun out because the engine is flooded and he's currently trying to restart it. Yep, yep. And then the other yep. guy I have just stabbed and he's... He's dead. Out of, he's dead. Okay, perfect. Yep. Um... I speaking of which, Archimon, is there anything you're trying to do? I not a lot. I can do this. Me guy, I feel like you know they've got at least a dozen security guards around us. They've got us in one of the interior rooms. There's not a lot I can do. Okay, all right. And so, uh, Hawk, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and attempt to shoot the driver both uh both shots both shots and i got a question uh-huh. is this an extreme distance yes and does this count as rapid fire to suppress the enemy sure and okay so i'm going to use both of my special abilities here Nice. <laughs> uh, right. Both vengeful and sharpshooter. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and attack him. Alrighty. And this will be desperate great on hunt. All right. No. <laughs> oh no. Okay. So. Uh, we see Lee kind of just pull out the gun, pull the hammer back, and as we do so, we see the bullets fly, and, uh, the guy looks down, just managed to dodge. If he had missed it, if he was one second late, it would have got him right in the head, and as we see, uh, Lee moving forward, we hear the car kind of, like, stutter and start, and, uh, we hear Lee just go... 
as he's able to get the car started, slam on the accelerator, and go driving off into the distance with uh, Abner in the back seat. Um, I sprint back to our truck and see if it's uh, still a, uh, good to drive and try to follow. All right. Uh, as you do so, as you run back to the truck, you hear uh, the sounds of police sirens getting louder and louder. I try to get out of there as fast as possible. All right. Do me a favor. Uh, do me. So you try to start the truck and you notice that basically the engine has kind of like hit the hit the pole itself. And so uh, do me a. Uh, what would um, I'm trying to figure out what would be the thing to start it? You know what? Let's just do a finesse roll because that's technically what handling a vehicle is. OK. Desperate. Great. So, uh, we see you get into the front of the car. We see you turn the ignition over. It doesn't go once. You try it again. It doesn't go twice. We see you try it one more time, and you finally... And we see uh, Hawk just go, Damn it, start! And the, da- and, uh, the truck actually starts up. And so, you're able to uh, drive. And as you do so, uh, you drive like a bat out of hell more or less and uh as you round the corner you see the onyx field pd uh rounding the corner to where the gunfire was uh and you are now following along the car and eventually after a while you've pushed this car to like its literal limit and so you're able to get alongside abner and uh abner abner's car the car that abner's in abner do me a favor uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm unconscious. I don't know what you want me to do. I know. That's what I'm trying to determine if you've woken up yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've totally woken up. <laughs> I've been awake the whole time. Uh, mm, yeah, you know what? You wake up in the back of the... You, hear, you feel the car kind of running and everything. And <laughs> you look and you see the van that you guys were in just a bit ago is also alongside you guys but you're kind of like you feel the car like lurching and trying to like outrun the uh truck so okay basically i'm i was out i don't know how long i've been out and now i'm waking up and i'm in a car chase at least five minutes at this point um i'm guessing i can't see anything else around me uh like I, I, i can't see like i know that we're driving really fast but i don't know why all right, yeah, no, just, uh, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> more or less, you just see the, uh, like, the top of the car and the driver in front of you, and you know that that's not Lee. Um, I've used my trans powder. I think I used my throwing knives, too. I did. Did you use all six of them? I have six? No. Yeah. yeah. I think you only threw uh, one. One. That's still not a good throw for me. Um, Can't you just stab him? That would be a skirmish. That's a worse roll, actually. What would... Okay, hold on. What is throwing? Hunt. 
Okay, they're both bad. No, they're both equally <laughs> bad. You can try and do wreck to get him to wreck the car. Can I? This is going to be... Uh, still pulling some Fast and Furious shit in my brain. Okay. <laughs> can I open the back doors sneakily? Sure. Yeah, let's do a prowl. My prowl's not great, but I... I, I prowler, for ne- for prowler for Ness is what I would see in this one. Pick one. They're both equal. You pick. <laughs> great. <laughs> I feel it would be Prowl, honestly. Alright, desperate great. Um, oops, hold on. Uh, I did not expect this to get so stressful. Not gonna lie. <laughs> right. All right, that's a four and a two. So uh, eventually you're able to like open the door and uh, you just hear the driver from the front who never know, who didn't notice it just go, fucking door. And he's, uh, he, there's a car between you guys and you're able to like both uh, circumvent it, but the, it door hops uh, the car that you're in, Abner. So now that door is completely gone. Great. Um... Hmm. God, I really want to use the document for something else. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, just so you guys know, uh, because of the car chase that you're currently going to, you currently are heading towards the bridge uh, that connects uh, the two boroughs. (gasps) Okay, I... um... Okay, no, I am going to do this. I will eventually be triggering another flashback, but mm-hmm. I'm going to trigger a flashback mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. We decided if anything horrible would to happen, uh, we, we, we talked about it. We looked at the fact that we all had way too many documents, actually, <laughs> when you think about it. Mm-hmm. that if one of us were to throw them up in the air, that's a signal that we all need to figure out a way out or someone's in danger. Like, basically, that's a signal to all of us. Like, uh-oh, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take my documents. After I've opened the door, I'm going to take my documents. I'm going to throw them out the window. Or not the window, the 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 back of the thing. Okay. And so, uh, and hopefully, uh, we, there's rear view mirrors. Uh, actually, I don't know if there would have been. Oh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, just so I'm clear here, um, you are in the other, the enemy's car, yeah, and you're trying to um, say, like, hey, danger, um, basically, oh, yeah. Although I'm pretty sure Lee's very well aware that you're in danger, or are you trying to let her let her know that you're still okay? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm letting her know that I'm now conscious and I can do things. Okay, like it's and more so, it, it, the physical signal of doing that makes it known. Oh, he might be aware, okay, okay or something like that. Okay, and because so, we yeah. agreed that like it would be us throwing documents. Okay, and so Lee, you do see that happen. Okay. Uh, 
Save me. <laughs> I, you know what? I am trying. I think what I'm going to do. Now, I'm assuming this is on the left side of the road. Mm -hmm. So the driver's side is on the right. Uh, yeah, the driver's side's on the right. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And we're alongside each other. Am I on the left or the right? You are on the left. So. Somebody please take note of that, because I will forget. <laughs> Wait, so, so. I'm on the left. You're on in the, the... In, in the oncoming traffic lane? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you're both kind of like neck and neck with each other, so. No, this is British driving, right? Yes. Okay, so British driving. I'm in the correct left-hand oh, lane. Right. Yep. No, you're, you're in the right-hand lane. Traffic. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I'm also closest in the seat closest to that car. I take out my uh, reversible cloak from my subterfuge. Sub. I can't say that word. Subterfuge. Thank you. That supplies, and I just um, do my best to keep driving, like kind of with my knees. And also, like, just drape it over the front of the car so he can't see anything. Oh. All right. And so, well, I'm sorry. What did you drape over the front of the car again? My cloak. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, you see the cloak is kind of, like, billowing on the front of the car and everything. Abner, are you going to try and do something? I mean, at this point, tuck and roll. Oh my god, I love this. One of two things could happen. You could either well, it depends save. on what the car... Honestly, it depends on what the car is doing. So the car like, is still... They, like, did it blind them in everything? Or are we good? So, what do you mean, the documents? No, the the cloak that she just threw over. Did that blind... Oh! 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 oh, oh. Uh, let's do a... <laughs> I'm like, I'm guessing it blinded them, so I'm gonna pray that I'm not gonna die. Hold on, we gotta we gotta do a roll for this first. So let's okay, go great. Yeah. <laughs> I need to do a hunt. I thought I was gonna like finesse handling the vehicle, but okay. okay then yeah, 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 yeah. I can I can see a finesse. Let's do a finesse then. If this goes badly. Oh no. Have you seen me roll a finesse? All right, so we have a one and a five, and so we see uh, the cloak nice. land on the windshield again because, of course, uh, the guy is just trying to like reach out to grab it, but he's not getting a good uh, grasp on it because it's stuck under one of the windshield wipers, and uh, and so you kind of see the car is kind of veering a little wildly. Uh, Abner, uh, the car is blinded at least. It's blind, so we're we're like swerving and stuff. yes. Um, what does it look like behind us? Uh, there's definitely it's just open road currently. Okay, and there is a couple cars a little bit further back, but they're definitely driving like half the speed you are. This is the Boiler Brothers, so I, uh -huh. I, what's in the van? What's in the car with you? It's not. Yeah. It's not a van. It's more of a car. What's in the car? Uh, Where well, I'm placed, what is what is with me? 
in the back area with you, there's nothing. In the front, as you kind of look over, because he's trying to still reach it, you notice that he has set his gun on the uh, on the center console, and there is a manual stick shift a little bit further in front of that. Those are bad choices for me. Um, <laughs> actually... Can I? I don't know. That's not my job. You tell me what the role is. Um, can actually, I take? Actually, if we're going by actual rules, uh, I, I tell you what the role is. <laughs> However, I, this this one. Okay, I think if I'm if I'm thinking correctly, it would maybe be a fun. No, it wouldn't be finesse. So tell me your overall goal currently. I'm going to take one of my throwing knives and stab it into the wheel. The back wheel of the car. All right. Yeah, let's do finesse on this one. Desperate great. Yeah, I know. I don't want it to be. Keep calling it out, but I, I don't want it to be. <laughs> Double All fours. Right. Double fours. So we see... You see, basically... Uh, Hawk, you see Abner kind of like reach out with a knife and then kind of reach forward and you see that it punctures the tire and it goes sideways. Uh, do me a favor, uh, Hawk, roll a finesse to try and keep the car from crashing like softly, basically. Crashing softly. Okay. As in you're going to try and do a controlled crash rather than let this thing just flip over itself. Otherwise, Abner's going to be in a world of hurt. Abner, you're well, a, <laughs> a one and a three. So Abner, uh, I'm prepared to die. Just in case anyone's wondering, I assumed Abner would die at some point. Uh, so Abner, actually, uh, what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you take two stress. And no, um, so before you continue, uh-huh. what happens? Uh-huh. When I max out on stress. So when you max out on stress, you get a trauma. I'm going to take one trauma uh-huh. and clear and, my stress then. And we'll talk about that because what happens is you go unconscious for the rest of the session. Great. I, yeah, I maxed out. All right. And so we see this car kind of like, and so the car kind of like turns, slows, and then, uh, Abner, you look up as Lee's car just slams into the side of the car, coming to a halt. Lee, you get out, and you run around to the other side, and you find the other driver is dead. However, you also find an unconscious uh, Abner. I immediately grab Abner as carefully as I can, Mm -hmm. um, and drag him back into the van and and, and go off to the milkmaid's jacket as quickly as I can. And that is where we're going to end this session. Oh, what? Oh, oh not as in like this part. This section. Gonna, we'll be back. Yeah, oh. <laughs> we'll come. We'll come back for the downtime section. I thought we were done. I was like, no, please. <laughs> That'd be one hell of a cliffhanger, wouldn't it? <laughs>
It was bound oh, to happen. I have to deal it really with was. Drama. Oh no, it's like real life. <laughs> so, uh, first and foremost, while we're on the break, uh, we have picked on uh, Andre's character's trauma for this. In Blades in the Dark, when you max out your stress, you get a trauma. You guys have done really well in preventing that from happening, but well, shit happens. <laughs> So, uh, just a quick reminder for the audience and everything, trauma conditions are permanent. Your character requires a new personality quirk indicated by the condition, and it can earn XP by using it to cause trouble. When you mark your fourth trauma condition, your character cannot continue as a daring scoundrel. You must retire them to a different life of therapy or send them to prison. So... These are the traumatic conditions in the game. There's cold, which you are not moved by emotional appeals or social bonds. Haunted, you're often lost in reverie, reliving past horrors or seeing things. Obsessed, you're enthralled by one thing, an activity, a person, or an ideology. Paranoid, you imagine danger everywhere. You can't trust others. Reckless, you have little regard for your own safety or best interests. Soft, you lose your edge. You become sentimental, passive, or gentle. Unstable, your emotional state is volatile. You can instantly rage or fall into despair, act impulsively or freeze up. Or vicious, you seek out opportunities to hurt people even for no good reason. So for this particular role, what we had is we had Andre roll a D8 and leave it just a random RNG. And he rolled Reckless. So now that's going to be part of Abner's quirks. He doesn't care about himself. So, uh... I love that the way that this has gone. I've hurt myself enough. I just don't care that I get hurt anymore. Actually, like I feel like Abner could lean into that. He'd be like, "Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. I'm immortal." So, what are you talking? Uh, to? I can't die. Die. So, for time. this part, uh, Andre, your character is actually going to be unconscious for this downtime, and we'll come back. Fun. And we'll come back at the start of the next session. All right. So you guys bring the car back. Vasily uh, sees Abner uh, come in. And Archibon, you see Abner in this state after you get there about a little bit later. And what is your reaction to Abner being more or less so, like So I think, you know, all uh, you know, amusing petty banter aside, Abner's one of his. Uh-huh. And there's going to be some... Uh, somebody's going to have to answer for it. Yeah, he's already fired up after talking to the piece of shit medical examiner. Um, so he's kind of ready to burn some things down. Alrighty. And Hawk, what is your reaction after all that? Well, I already killed the guy who pistol whipped him. And the guy who, uh, who uh, drove off with him, so... I think I'm happy, just satiated a little bit, but I still want more vengeance. All right, fantastic. And so uh, Vasily goes, you two, get some rest. I will tell you what has happened, and I will go through the stuff, and we will talk about it more in a bit. For now, we will keep an eye on him. You go home, you get some rest. Uh, Lee's gonna ignore that and walk right in to uh, right up to the bar and order a drink. All right, sounds like we're dealing with some vices. Indeed. Let's roll that indul- indulge that vice. All right, so you rolled a uh, 
highest die result. And so you have eight stress and you're able to eat, take away three of those. Would you like to do it again? Yes, I would. All right, go for it. All right, so you're able to clear another three stress away from that. And so uh, eventually as you drink, uh, we see just images of the car crash and everything continues to just haunt Lee. As Because uh, Lee, could you say that you're blaming yourself for what happened to Abner? Yeah. Okay. yeah I definitely left my guns at home because I forgot. I forgot I had cleaned them the night before. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic indeed. All right. And so, uh, Archimon, what is it you do? He's going home. And as he gets home, you know, Stevens is there. He pushes him aside and just short of kicking the study door open. So your liver is giving out, hmm, old man. And he looks and goes, <sighs> I was hoping it wouldn't come to that. Of course it's going to come to that. That medical medical examiner is a piece of shit and you know it. And he has means of keeping me alive. But do you realize what he is doing as a result? You're worried about tarnishing the name of Westchester, yet that man is heavily involved in human experimentation. (sighs) And uh, he, he goes... And he uh, he takes a second and he just goes, desperate actions call for desperate measures. Desperate for who, father? And uh, he doesn't respond to that. Hmm. That's what I thought. I think at that time, uh, Archibon walks out, slams the study door behind him. All right. And so uh, you have one more free action. What would you like to do? So, you know, he finds out about, you know, he does exactly what journalist is really poking around. And uh, let's see, I'm trying to look on it. Oh, who was the name of that journalist? Because it's not on my shrewd friends list. It is... Ellen. So I think he's headed over there. Um, and, you know, he's he's on the war path right now. I didn't take any stress, might I add, uh, during, <laughs> during that session. Oh, uh, you hear that, everybody else? <laughs> well, foresight is a wonderful thing. Uh, so not take stress to help people. You don't, have, you, you don't have stress? I have what? nothing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> technically, right now, I don't have any stress either. I, I have trauma. <laughs> That's a super stress. Uh, um. But it's not stress. Oh. <laughs> That's fair. But, <laughs> uh, so, you know, Archibald, like he's, you, you look at him, he's got fire in his eyes um, that he's trying to temper with it. Like his, his father that he once thought was an upstanding man is uh, willing to burn any and everybody just for his own chance to live, despite the fact he has the means to take care of it without that. Um, and now, uh, you know, he's feeling very isolated right now. So he goes to Ellen and, uh, as he's walking by on the paper floor, he's like, Ellen office now. And she, uh, she nods and, uh, follows you. Shut the door. 
And she shuts the door. You've been looking into Bertram's remedies, have you not? And she goes, of course, yes. You are fully aware that they are more than capable and have done in the past making journalists disappear, correct? You see the blood kind of leave her face and goes, what? You hurt me. They make journalists disappear. If you are going to keep prying, you must be careful. Yeah, take one of these two. And I think he takes uh, uh, a pistol he had. You're going to need it. And if you don't know how to shoot, you better learn pretty damn quickly. Uh, she nods and uh, just goes, uh, yeah, of course, uh, yes, uh, yes. Do you want me to still keep prying? Look, the truth is very important. But at the end of the day, you have the agency to decide how far you are willing to go for the truth. If you decide not to, I will not blame you. I will hold no sort of grudge against that choice. Because you are but a one person against a mountain. So I leave that solely up to you. And then, she, nod- uh, she nods and then and does uh, Archimon walk out? I think, like, as he walks by, it's a kind of a, you know, it's as a fired up, you know, the Archibon is presented as very cold, but underneath he's not a robot. Like, he kind of grasps her shoulder um, and looks at her and goes, completely up to you. You will have no judgment or punishment from me, no matter what you decide. Yeah, and he softens his tone and out the door he goes. Alrighty. Okay. And uh, as he walks out the door and everything, uh, and uh, as he walks out the door and everything, we check in with across town, and it is the governor's mansion. Governor Bordeaux has just since taken office, and uh, we see a person enter, and they go, Governor Bordeaux, it is my pleasure to welcome you to this office. Is there anything I can get you, sir? We see Governor Bordeaux kind of lean together, put his finger, uh, clasp his hands, and just kind of go, Why, yes. Bring me all the heads of all the local gangs. It's time we had a little chat. And that is where we are going to end the session for today. Everybody is an angry, evil cowboy. <laughs> I can you only know, do three voices. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I can all do right. multiple when you said voices, the heads- but they won't be good. <laughs> When you said the heads of the gang, all I could think was, ah, just like the head on the table. (laughs) (laughs) We're going hunting. All right. So uh, first and foremost, uh, this was Onyx Vale, a Saints and Sinners podcast brought to you by Des Moines Dragons. And I am joined by Chris Williams, Calista DePau, and Andre Johnson. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to put it around the table. One last chance for you guys to uh, plug anything if you're working on anything or just... Uh, any media out there that you want to say that you would recommend for people to get into? And who would be the first one to go? You, because you. you spoke first. You talk. Yeah. Damn it. Um, 
Well, I guess, you know, when this comes out, it'll be about March. Uh, if you want to go support uh, the high school, they'll be putting on Rumors by Neil Simon. Um, and it's I, th- I think it's always very important to support uh, up-and-coming theater types. Uh, just to, you know, learning the ropes and beginning to, like, venture into what theater can be. Um, you know, a very important thing that I ran into. Some of the kids, they didn't even realize they could do theater. Like, it, they didn't realize it was an option. So, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, but other than that, uh, keep listening. Hit like, subscribe. Um, yeah, that's all I got. All right, fantastic. Close. how about you? Well, I'm going to try to see what at least one of your shows this year. So, any of yours. All right. <laughs> Uh, and then speaking of shows, Andre, why don't you tell us a little bit about the show that you got coming up in February? Yeah, in February, I um, am doing February, early March. I'm doing a uh, trafe, which is about two Hasidic Jews um, who are driving a, a truck around New York City and trying to just inspire the Jewish people of the community. It's very interesting. They talk about like one of them not wanting to be secular anymore. Or wanting to be secular, sorry. Um, so, yeah. Interesting show. If you're in the town, see it. I If this comes out early enough. Um, and then also, around when this comes out, I will be reading one of two books. One of them is These Violent Delights, which is uh, Romeo and Juliet, uh, but it's uh, Chinese, basically. Chloe I'm Gall. very interested in it. It's a it's a YA book. Close I'll send it to you. I, I have it on my <laughs> shelf, man. I'm it's on my TBR. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, Costa, we need it. to exchange a lot of books together. Oh, we need to talk about books. Oh, book this is fantastic. Over podcasts. How wonderful. That's what we're here for. All uh, right. Oh, I was about to say I have one more book. Um, uh, I will hopefully. I'm on a very long wait list for it, but I will hopefully be reading tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, which is about um, two game designers and then weird stuff happens. That's all I basically know. But it sounds really good. I I really want to read it. It was on a lot of people's to read lists. I'm on a book. I'm on a book uh, like kick right now. So that's where I'm at. Fantastic. Alrighty. So, Uh, That is it from us, and we'll just say one last goodbye as a cast. On three, one, two, three. Goodbye. Goodbye. No, I didn't do that.
Onyx Vale, Saints and Sinners. Hey folks, it's Chris from Onyx Vale, Saints and Sinners. I just wanted to thank everyone for listening. Now ladies and gentlemen, make sure you catch our other show, Warlords. And you know what they say, sharing is caring. So make sure you tell a friend about us too. Or, if you want to keep following us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, or at DesMoinesAndDragons.com. But until next time, stay tuned.